This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. PJ, are you a big NBA guy? I know you love college hoops, but um, how's your love for the association? I used to be a big NBA guy growing up, but when you're a Wizards fan, it makes it tough, you know? So through the years, definitely have... Uh, Loved college more than the NBA. I love the NBA playoffs. I can't wait to watch that. But the regular season, especially in March, Chelsea, I, you know, don't don't follow it as closely as some of the other sports. Here's the thing. I love the NBA and I like watching it, especially the postseason, like you said. The regular mm-hmm. season can be a bit tedious at times because half the time you don't know who's playing. Certain guys are taking breaks just to rest. But it's also, I think it's more difficult to bet on, at least for me, because for the NBA, I start at a point where, okay, what are all the landmines in front of me? Because doesn't that feel like the case when you're looking at some of these games? It's like, okay, what should I be avoiding? Because number one is always the injury report. And sometimes we have these big question marks uh, with the stars. And I feel like there is no other sport where the injuries mean more because there's only five guys on the court at once uh, other than maybe football with the quarterback so where does your process start when it comes to handicapping the NBA are you like me where you kind of suss out the landmines first yes 100 percent. and the injury report like you said the injury reports everything because in football obviously we have a week in between games and leading Mm -hmm. up their reports and you kind of know who's questionable, who's probable, all that stuff. College basketball, obviously none of these kids are, you know, resting or there's no load management in college hoops. So you know that pretty much every guy's playing there. Baseball, if there's 162 games, so guys are going to take off days. Usually those days are on Sunday And if, you know, some players are missing, it really doesn't affect the line too terribly much. But the NBA, Chelsea, I mean, more so than any other sport, it's just, I mean, it's crazy how much the injury report affects these games. We were even looking, we were talking off air about like this Knicks magic game and how weird it was that the Knicks line feels like it's really short. And the first thought in both of our heads was, is Julius Randle out? Is Jalen Brunson out? Like, are, are there somebody missing from the Knicks that we don't know about? So injury report is by far when I'm handicapping NBA games, looking at this stuff, I'm seeing who's available. Well, and that's a, a theory that plays to all sports. If a line looks fishy, it probably is. And you're probably missing something. So I think that's what we're trying to sit here and think about when we are looking at this Knicks line. So let's get into the slate tonight on an NBA Thursday here on the Daily Tip. P.J. Glasser filling in for Jinx as we run down these games. So starting with that Knicks game, 
The Knicks on the road at Orlando tonight, where the Knicks are laying a very short two and a half points. Total 229 and a half. And we both thought to ourselves, hmm, the Magic aren't very good. But this is a road game for the Knicks. And they're also playing a back-to-back. But does this number still deserve to be two and a half? And does this take you off the game, PJ? It 100% does. I was handicapping the Pacers-Hornets game, I want to say maybe four or five days ago. And it was the same line. The Pacers were two and a half at the Hornets. And the Knicks are a better team than the Pacers are. But still, it was the Hornets. And I was thinking... Pacers are only two and a half point favorites. Hornets won the game outright. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm looking at this game and I'm like, it's got to be magic or pass. Like, I don't see how you can take the Knicks at this number. Not only are the Knicks better, Chelsea, they've been so good on the road this season. They're 24 Mm -hmm. and 12 against the spread. They're, They're fantastic on the road. Now, a bunch of those games, they've been underdogs, but yeah, this this is one of those games. And look, I've worked a lot of shows with Trista Crick, who knows the NBA as well as anybody, and she's taught me that in the NBA, more so than some of these other sports, stinky lines, I mean, they, they obviously, they're still a thing, but maybe not as much as you would think. But I, I think even in a game like this, even she would tell you that probably it's either magic or pass. I, I don't know how you can take the Knicks when the number's this short. Well, and also you've got to consider what time we're doing the show at. We are doing the show at a very early hour in the morning. So maybe the answer is to wait and see and see how this Mm -hmm. line moves. Because I would imagine we'll see like some public betters on the Knicks because it seems like a very obvious play, but I will not be falling for that trap. But we have seen this line move to three in some places already. So we'll see if somebody's out or if there's some factor that we are not seeing here. But until then, we are not taking part in this fishy line between the Knicks and the Magic. So let's go on to Brooklyn where the Nets are hosting the Cavs. We've got the Cavs laying three and a half. Total 218 and a half. Normally, I love playing the Cavs at home, but they're on the road here. But it is a short spread. PJ, is there something that you're seeing here that's pointing you in a direction? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There is, and it's not out yet, but when it is, I'm fascinated to see what what the number is, and that is the Nets team total under because the Cavs, as we know, best defense in the NBA, and the Nets have had trouble scoring here as of late. They've scored 100 or 109 points or less in their last four games. These teams played just two nights ago, so there's a ton of familiarity. So I'm getting a Cavs team who's great on defense, a Nets team that's having problems scoring as of late, And these teams just played two nights ago. So the Cavs know exactly what they're in store for. So I'm interested to see what the number is. Again, it's not out yet on BetMGM. But I think the Nets team total under is the way that I would attack this game. Like you said, Chelsea, Cavs are great at home, on the road, don't know. Nets have been sputtering as of late. Um, So I think that team total under is probably the way I would go for the Nets. When you see two teams playing 
again consecutively for the you know second time in a row. What do you make of handicapping that situation? Because it's very difficult to look at this game, the game that just happened, and say, okay, why wouldn't it unfold exactly like this game where the Cavs won 115 to 109? Like, I'm looking at the shooting splits, like nothing's squarely jumping off the page for me. Uh, I will say the Cavs shot 50%, but they also shoot a lot of shots in the paint. So I think that's probably repeatable. But my gut says, okay, that's not how it works. Usually we'll see the situation in the NBA where one team wins the first game and then the other team wins the second game. Is there something there? You know, I, I normally I would say yes, but I don't really think there is. I think it really just all comes down to execution because these teams saw each other so recently. They played two nights ago. They kind of know what stuff the other one wants to run. They have the scouting reports. They've seen each other. So I really just think it comes down to execution. Uh, the NBA, as is, is a miss or make league. It's, you know, the offense obviously nowadays is so great, and the defense has taken a step back to what we saw 15, 20 years ago. So it, it just really comes all down to execution. I've been trying to monitor, like, some of these back-to-backs and seeing if, like, oh, do these teams split? Do these teams, you know, sweep them 2-0? And it just varies. It really depends on the team. So you would think there's an advantage maybe from teams playing back-to-back, but I just I don't really think there is. I don't think you can really – take that into consideration except for the fact that they've seen each other and there is a scouting report and when you're playing a long season obviously and you're preparing for all these teams it is nice to be able to kind of know what you're expecting because you just saw that team the other night but uh I, I really other than that other than the familiarity aspect I don't really know if there's another angle really when you're looking at betting especially in the NBA where it's not like any of these guys are coming out of the woodwork. It is not college basketball. Like we know who the Cavs are. We know who their stars are. So like you said, I think a lot of it boils down to who is making shots. And if those shots are going in, which makes me not want to use that angle because it's a little too volatile for me. All right. So let's go on mm -hmm. to new Orleans where we have the Pelicans length seven and a half against the Hornets. This is not a game that I'm super interested in. Uh, we have a total of 226 and a half. We know the Hornets are not playing for anything. So do you think that is worth betting on? Fading teams who have nothing to play for? Or do you look at the number and say, well, it's seven and a half points? Yeah, there, there are four teams in the NBA, Chelsea, that I just really don't want any part of the rest of the season. The Hornets, the Pistons, the Rockets, and the Spurs. Have fun with those four teams, trying to figure out if they're showing up that night, who's playing, what kind of effort we're going to get, because they're obviously all just in towards getting as high a draft pick as they can and hoping that the ping pong balls fall their way. But the interesting thing that I will say about this game is the Pelicans – have played three games in a row against Houston and San Antonio. They played the Rockets twice and they played the Spurs in their last game. Now you're playing the Hornets. So you're playing essentially the three worst teams in the NBA and the Pistons being the other one that would be in there. They have the worst record. But like, do you maybe worry about the Pelicans going through the motions because they've played, they're playing such bad competition like you said, I mean, the Sweet 16's on tonight. I don't want any part of this game. Have fun with it if somebody's betting, but it's a pass for me. 
It's a pass for me as well. And I wanted to briefly talk about it just because there are people who say this time of year in the NBA, wouldn't you just blindly fade these teams? And I don't think it's necessarily the case because yes, they are still probably trying to lose games, but they mm -hmm. have covered some numbers. It's not been a great team to bet on, but they've covered uh, two of their last four. So it's not like a blind fade of some of these teams, like you might say. I think maybe props on the other side for the Pelicans. Uh, defensively, Charlotte is not bringing much to the table. So if you like somebody to go off, but it will be built into the number. Guys like Brandon Ingram, who is probably your best bet to have the best night for New Orleans on a scoring front. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.